You're listening to Revive the World Ministries podcast. Thanks for listening. We hope this message encourages you to be all God created you to be so that you can impact the world around you with the love and power of God. For more information about us, you can visit our website at revivetheworld.us or visit us in person each Sunday at 10.30 a.m. and Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. We hope to connect with you soon. Yeah, so we, I'm not, I'm not speaking today. You get an even better treat than, than me, and we'll announce her shortly. Um, but I do get a privilege with the rest of our, our, our leadership team of doing uh, something that is uh, a huge honor to us, and it is to com- commission Marnie Baker today and her ministry, Teva, which is incredible and powerful. If you don't know anything about it, you can go to teva.org, is it .org, and, and check it out. And they have a gathering coming up, and you'll get more information as that gets a little bit closer. Or some of you may, most of you may already know about it. Uh, I hope you do. But this is something that we're going to do today that we don't take lightly and that we've been praying about for over eight, nine months now. And we don't rush to anything when it comes to, it says, lay hands on no one hastily. Right, and, and that's what we've always waited for in the last six years. We've lived by this one principle and that it seems good to us in the Holy Spirit. Because I can do a lot of things out of my own assumptions and practical understanding, and I'm glad that I've, people have helped me to not do that over the years. And so this is God, we believe, convinced this is God's timing, and we're so grateful that we get to do this. And so just before we have Marnie come up and I have the leadership team come up, let me just briefly tell you what commissioning looks like from a ministry. And so commissioning is uh, what Jesus did to the disciples in Matthew 28. And it was the co-mission. He said, go make disciples of all nations. And, and that's enough, honestly, in and of itself. And There was another commission that he had given the disciples while he was still with them before he left the planet and was going to send the Holy Spirit that came on on Pentecost. And he told them, wherever you go, preach the word, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, right? Freely as you have received, freely give. And that's, that's the basis of what we do when we commission is we are, uh, we are covering uh, Marnie and her ministry. She has willingly submitted herself to our leadership and to our covering. And when you're submitted to a man and or woman that you can see, then you're probably submitted to a God that you can't see. Sometimes there's a measuring stick of whether or not we are actually submitted to God. And the main way is by submission to the authority that happens, supposed to happen solely out of relational connection. And then both parties benefit from from this this relationship. And so as soon as we we commission you, we lay hands on you. Laying on hands is is a, a vital part, even though Hebrews 6 said it's an elementary principle of the gospel. It's a vital part of, of the kingdom. And it's not absolutely essential for things to happen by any means. But when we get to in instances like this, What's going to happen today is that there's going to be breakthroughs that Marnie steps into that we've gotten. She's going to immediately begin to walk in a greater anointing, uh, greater grace, uh, all of the things that we have been able to have imparted to us that we've seen breakthrough in. And then as Marnie goes out, we immediately begin to share in the fruit that's in her ministry. It's reciprocating. Wherever you go in the world, Marty, we'll be, you'll be sharing in our fruit. We'll be sharing your fruit. Every breakthrough is yours. Every one of your breakthroughs is ours. It's just kingdom. It's kingdom family. And so when you're covered uh, by kingdom family, it, it, it is, it's, it's important for the spiritual aspect, the spiritual uh, authority that you come up underneath becomes even more of a protection to you in this and our authorities that are over us are do the same thing for us and in jubilee and in pensacola and current church and and also we now uh network partners with global awakening and Rain, dr randy clark and them and so that's that's the family that we come into but it's one great big kingdom family right yes. and so marnie if you would come up and uh i get the leadership team to come 
we are going to put you we'll put you front and center with you facing the camera and can I get all of you can I get some of you stand standing around behind holding her up and if necessary <laughs> Oh my gosh, we are so grateful that we get to do this. So to partner with you is a, a huge privilege for us in, in this ministry. And we, we just, I couldn't tell you, it's just, this is one of the, the greatest joys of our life is to get to do this for, for you. And so thank you for allowing us the privilege, giving us the opportunity to, to do this. Um, and I'll have, where's the, the, does Aaron have the mic? He pull, pulled it out, thank you. And so anybody that wants to, to use this that may want to, want to pray, or, um, and you'll have to, I, I haven't turned it on yet. But then I'll start and, and you guys can continue. Uh, but the laying on of hands in, in the Bible, the, the kingdom principle, there's impartation. Paul said in Romans 1.11, he said, I long to come to you that I may impart to you some spiritual gift that you may be established. Um, and, and in a moment, I've mentioned this a few times in a row, in a moment when Moses laid hands on Joshua, he became brilliant. And so I really do believe that it, this may look a little different than that did, but I believe that from now on you're going to walk in a greater amount of heaven's wisdom and a greater amount of grace to see more of the miraculous in your life, to see more people come into wholeness, uh, to see more people established through the gifts that God has given you and the call that's on your life uh, that hasn't even you haven't even seen the fullness of it yet, even though you've seen quite a bit of it. There's a bigger picture that's coming in the days ahead that God's going to show you as your dreams merge with His dreams. This extra grace is going to give you the ability to be able to step into everything that God's been dreaming over your life and that we get to partner with you in. And I really feel this just this radical increase of the, of the love and the power of God being merged together in a special way um, to be able to minister to all types, which is your desire, and bring people into their God-given destinies, which is what you want. And I really believe you're going to see that. It's, it, it's something that's, you know, He does even more than we could ever ask uh, think or imagine according to the power that works in us at Ephesians 3.20, right? It's really, that's really on your life. And so, Father, we thank you right now that we get the privilege of this, that we get the privilege of commissioning and everything that we've received as a ministry, everything, uh, every impartation, every bit of refinement, everything that we've walked through, um, every breakthrough, every miracle, uh, every deliverance, everything, every soul we've seen saved, we thank you that we get to bring impartation to Marnie right now in the name of Jesus. And so we just lay hands on her and we release everything that we carry and we pray that you would add to it so much more than what we have and what you've given us. And we pray that she would run further faster than we ever could, that she'd see things that we never will, that she'd be able to walk in a new measure that we're not even walking in yet, that she would supersede everything that we've seen in moments that have taken us years to get to this place. And so we thank you, Father, as we commission her right now, and we, we commission her in those days she submitted to this authority that we lay down to serve her, Lord, and we, that, she, that we'd be a bridge for her to run across into greater places. And we, as a family, we just, for the, all the days of our life, we promise to be, to be everything that you need us to be in every way that we need to be, that everything, all the grace that we have to do this, you have it. You have our word on it. And we thank you, Father. We bless her right now. With everything that you give her, everything that you could give her right now in this moment. We pray a fresh baptism of Holy Spirit and power would come upon her. The fire of God would increase inside of her. Radical waste, Lord. Yes, God. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Give her more, God. Give her more than ever before. Increase her capacity to be able to carry more. Thank you, Father. What an honor it is.
to partner with you, Marnie. What an honor it is to get low and to serve with you, Marnie. It's such an honor for me to do that in this moment. I just honor you, Marnie, in all of your years of posturing your heart and surrender before the Lord. There's such a powerful uh, principle in our posture of worship. And, and I feel like the Lord is saying that you have postured your heart in surrender for a long time now. <laughs> and the favor of heaven is on your life because of that. So we thank you, Jesus, for the favor of heaven that's on Marnie's life and on her ministry. We thank you, Jesus, for the doors that are being opened to her and her ministry because of that favor, God. Yeah, I can even in the natural hear the crackling of the fire of revival that's on your life. And in this global network that's coming out of your ministry, out of the dreams of your heart, out of the prayers in the night that you've prayed to the Lord. And I see God, this, the glow being surrounded with the fires of revival. And I see you being one who goes and ignites flames inside of ministries and businesses and in hearts of people who have something to bring um, but they need the network and I see you coming and igniting the flame that God has put on people's heart and it actually sets the whole region on fire for Jesus and I see you as a light carrier and I thank you God for this light that you've put in her for the grace to be able to see in the spirit, what you're doing, what you're speaking, and how you want to move, God, and to be able to execute it, Jesus. To be able to implement all that heaven is designing. So I thank you, Jesus, for that. We bless the fire. We bless the love, Jesus. And we bless the call on her life. May it increase. May the anointing increase. May the favor increase. God, right now, I thank you for all of the fruit of her labor coming in this season, Jesus. The promises being fulfilled. Yes, the birth of a promise. I thank you, God, for that now. Yep, the time of laboring is over and it's time to birth a promise. I thank you for that over Marnie in Jesus' name. Yeah, Marnie, I saw a picture of um, Jesus reminded me that when he was baptized by John the Baptist and that dove came and rested upon him. And I just saw a dove coming and resting upon you. And Jesus was saying, Marnie, my daughter, who I'm so well pleased with. And I felt like God was saying that he's marking you. This is your moment. <laughs> and I just saw as as Holy Spirit came and rested upon you. You just became enveloped in this ball of fire. And the fire was love. Yeah, and everywhere you went, you were just burning up anything in your way that wasn't love. And it was just, just this fire of love just consuming every single person that you come in contact with everywhere you go. Thank you, Jesus, for your yes and amen over Marnie's life. Thank you for your beautiful, beautiful daughter. This amazing, strong woman who's marked by heaven. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. We just bless her. Yeah. We love you so much and we support you. And we're backing you. Marnie, I see you in a, I see a picture of a delta. Um, all these rivers and streams flowing together to come into one, all draining into its original source. And there will be connections made. Streams will come together that never expected to come together. Different streams of belief, but they all believe in Jesus. And then when they connect, then they're going to see that they're all one. Everything's the same. I also see you as like a like a like a plug that goes into a light socket that you are the one that's able to connect people to the source to plug them in I see people I see ministries getting plugged in because of the connections that they're going to make through you so thank you so much for stepping out 
and doing and living the call that's been placed on your life. And, and like Nikki and, and Sarah, yes, we support you. Yeah, God, I thank you for morning. I saw this picture of uh, <clears throat> Jesus just reaching down straight through everything and grabbing a hold of your heart. And uh, as winds were blowing, seas were turning, your, your heart in his hand was steadfast and mo not moving. And uh, it was like Jesus placing his heart to cover your heart. And his heart is the anchor, and you're inside his heart. And uh, I just wanted to encourage you that even though it, it, it may feel like you're going to have to do more, Jesus is going to show you more about his love for you. That even though it may feel like your schedule is going to get busier, he's going to make it simpler for you. <clears throat> it's just him holding you, period. Every moment, every day, every situation, he holds you. So, God, I just thank you for your tremendous love, your love for Marnie. And we just bless her in Jesus' name. Uh, thank you, Holy Spirit. I just to jump on what Nikki was saying is, uh, or Sarah, I can't remember if somebody said it. Uh, I just feel, you know, the proud father looking at his beautiful daughter and uh, just stepping out in, into the dream. And uh, I've said this multiple times, but this is the year of dreams fulfilled. And I think this is one of your dreams, too, that is being fulfilled. Um, also, speaking, I want to speak to that the Delta piece of it, uh, the, you know, connections that... This is, uh, I just feel the kingdom, I feel heaven's blessing on this path in your life. And I just see um, other people kingdom-minded that are resting in the, the oneness of Jesus are um, going to sense and feel what, you, what you're tapping into, and they're just going to naturally want to be a part of it. And this, you know, speak also what Aaron was saying, part of that, like, Things that may seem more overwhelming will be made simple because I believe of delegation. And that uh, there's like a divine delegation over you. <laughs> I just thank you, Lord, for, for the dream. And I thank you, Lord, for the connections. And, the, and um, I, you know, I've get, I got the privilege of also being a part of kind of what you're doing in my own way. And... Um, I also wanted just to thank you for myself of um, raising up powerful women and giving them a voice, and it's just something that I personally respect and I just honor, and I I just know the kingdom honors it as well, and I just bless what you're doing. I bless everything about it, and I thank you that it's going to move way faster than she's even expecting. <laughs> I thank you for the resources. I thank you that there's going to be even more resources than you've even expected. I thank you for the partners. I thank you there's going to be way more partners than you've even expected. And that when God says, I'll do more than you can think or know, he means it. And I just bless that over you and what you're stepping into as well. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, thanks for every word spoken, and we just come into agreement with every prophetic word you've spoken to Marnie in the secret place, and the words have been spoken over our life that resonate for this season and seasons to come, and we say yes and amen to every one of them. We say yes and amen to the call of God on her life. Um, we bless everything that's in her, Father, and we thank you. Um, we believe in you. We believe in you, and we believe in your dreams. We believe in you, and we believe in your dreams. If you would, just say that with me. We believe in you, and we believe in your dreams. 
Yeah, just one more time. We believe in you, and we believe in your dreams. We thank you, Father, that as much as we believe in her and believe in her dreams, that you believe in her way more than we ever could, and that all of heaven is backing her. Reinforcement angels are coming for the new season, a new assignment, an expansion. Heaven is cheering you on and looking in anticipation with what you're going to do with everything that God has given you. So we bless it all right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm. We love you. Love you so much. Yes. Oh. I'm going to quickly introduce uh, one of my dearest. Uh, closest friends, and also uh, one of the most incredible moms and moms of this house uh, that I have ever known. The revelation um, that Nikki Wald carries of the Father and what it looks like to live in, in vulnerability and intimacy um, and the way that, the, that you have surrendered to the process um, and being able to, to see that visibly has been one of the greatest encouragements to my life that I could ever have. And so thank you so much for everything that you've laid your life down for, all the things that you do that nobody sees, uh, that we get to benefit when you come in moments like this publicly and release the revelation that you are actively walking out um, is just a huge blessing to um, what God's doing here and what God's doing in the region and what God's doing in the nations. And so if you would welcome Nikki as she comes. Thank you so much. Ah, can you feel the love? We just we love each other so much. <laughs> I love you guys. I feel like every time I come and speak that. I just like hanging out in my living room, talking with my friends, you know. I'm going to take my gum out here. Sorry. So, Marnie, it was so, God is so good with his timing. Like, I was just thinking, like, we have so much history. Like, Marnie and I have known each other for a long time, and we went to Lakeview together. And um, it was just, she, you, you prayed for me when I had no hope. You know, you believed for my promise when I had no faith to believe in. I just thank you for that. Thank you guys for that, Roz and Carrie. Um, it's just so beautiful seeing everything Sarah said was so true. Like, you just, your heart posture, as long as I've known you, has just been just a laid-down lover of Jesus. And no matter what happens or doesn't happen, and such a huge testimony. And... Uh, <laughs> So it was a privilege. It's a privilege to still be able to be in your life and and to pray with you today and commission you. So I love that I got to share this day with you, you know. Um anyways, I did it again, guys. I wore my lashes. And <laughs> I always mess up when I do that cuz I just always cry and then just cry them off, but it's okay. Had to have my moment this morning, you know, putting my makeup on before the kids woke up. So, uh, but what I want to talk about today is, well, I'll just read Colossians 1.27. Christ in me, the hope of glory. <laughs> he is the promise. Christ in me, the hope of glory. It's fulfilled. It's finished. Right? He's in us. And he's our hope. He's our promise. So if you're waiting for a breakthrough, if you're waiting for your promise, you have him. His name is Jesus. It's exciting. It's good news, right? 
Um, oh, I'm going to tell you guys a story, okay? So my whole life, I wanted children. Um, ever since I was a little girl, like probably three years old, you know how you ask a little kid, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I would always say, I just want to be a mom. Like, I didn't have any career ambitions. Even when I was older, just, I just wanted to be a mom. I played with baby dolls probably way too long. <laughs> I was a little old, still playing with the baby dolls, you know, and just, just dreaming, you know, just dreaming of being a mom. I remember I used to come home from church on Sundays after church, and I would come home, and I'd go in my room, and I'd get my baby dolls, and I'd, I'd just be playing like I'm at church, and my kids were, you know, by my feet, and I'm just like, hold on you know, just pretending and worshiping, and I just always wanted children, and so then when Owen and I got married in 2008, you know, we wanted to have kids right away, and then that didn't happen. It didn't happen for a couple of years, and we were wondering what was going on, so we went to see a fertility specialist, and he didn't give us much hope. He basically said, well, it'll be a miracle if you ever have kids, we can try the most invasive treatment in vitro, but that's probably not even going to work for you. And we left devastated and hurt and confused because that's, I mean, your whole life, you're just like wanting this one thing and then someone's telling you, nope, never going to happen, you know, and I was just devastated. And that was around 2009. Um, but we believed God. We, we had, um, you know, we knew him, you know, not as intimately as I know him now, but I believed he was good. We believed he was good. We believed in miracles. We believed that God wants to give us the desires of our heart, all those things. So we just were like, okay, we're just going to contend for this. We're just going to pray, right? We're going to pray for the promise. Yeah? We're going to pray for the breakthrough, the promise. And so we started to pray, and people prayed with us, and it was beautiful, and people prophesied, and people who we didn't even know gave us words and said, you will have be a mom, you will have kids, people who didn't even know our situation. I mean, I can't even tell you the amount of prophetic words we had for our promise, right? Can anyone relate to that? A lot of prophetic words for the promise, right? And God really was just reminding us, you know, there's a promise over your life, and I'm going to fulfill it. But I didn't see it happening. I didn't see it happening. And about eight years went by, <laughs> still nothing, nothing, no promise, no manifestation of the promise. And, um, you know, like I said, we believed that God wanted, God had told us. Owen had had a dream. God came to him in a dream early on and said, I'm going to give you your children. We knew that he, he kept telling us over and over and over again, I'm going to do this for you, but it just ne we never saw anything happen. Can you relate? And um, so, again, eight years later, around 2015-ish, right around the time we started coming here to revive, I just, it just, I just was done. I just was, I was, I was beat up. I, I was just, I was just depressed. I, it, it wasn't happening. I was like, if one more person prays for me, if one more person says they've prayed for someone and they got pregnant and can I pray for you, I'm going to lose it. If one more person gives me prophetic word, I'm going to lose it because this is not happening. Yeah? And it was like, I did believe God was good, but I was just so focused on the, what was not happening. You know, I was just so focused. All I could see was that this thing is not happening. And I was just, I just got to a real dark place. Like, I was just depressed. I was suicidal. I, I remember, like, sitting in my closet just sobbing, like, I don't even want to live. Like, it was, like, deep and dark, guys. It, the pain was real. And it was just hard, you know. And, you know, I, I went through a few months of that. And I was just in a dark place. But then... I just had this real moment with Jesus in the pain, and it was so beautiful, you know? It was like this small, still small voice. My pain was way louder than his voice. What was not happening was really, really loud, and his voice was really, really quiet, but it was there. And I just, I just remember him being like, I love you. I'm for you. I love you. I'm for you. I want this for you. You know, I want this for you. 
And I would ask him questions, and I wouldn't hear an answer. There would never be an answer. I would just be like, why, 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 why? And he would just be like, I love you. I love you. You know, never an answer. And I was just like, man, I just can't. I just want an answer, you know. Like, that's not solving the problem, God. But he would just be like, I love you, you know. And, you know, he wasn't moved by my unbelief. He wasn't moved by my doubt. His love was still constant, even when the breakthrough, when, nothing, when it seemed like nothing was happening. He was still there, you know? And I, and I just had this moment with him, like, wow, like you're still here, you know? Even though I'm a mess right now, <laughs> he's still there. And I just got this revelation, like, he is enough. Like, he's enough. And, um, you know, pain is real, lack and loss, that's real stuff, you know. I, I, I don't, I used to, I used to, you know, not let myself feel the pain or I would, I would not validate my, what I was going through because I would be, I would be thinking, I don't want to be a victim, you know. But, but Jesus has taught me that it's, you have to validate the pain, and walk through and sit with him in the pain and walk through it with him but you have to validate it for healing if you just ignore it and say oh i'm i'm strong i can get through this like god is enough for me and you don't recognize what you're going through and the pain you're going through then you're never going to be able to get healing from it you have to validate the pain that's what compassion is you have compassion for yourself you have compassion for others you sit there and you say i'm so sorry for what you're going through it's not okay right we weep with those we grieve with those, and we have to do that for ourselves too. And in that moment, I sat in the pain, <laughs> and I let Jesus love me. And I remember having this moment where I just said, Jesus, I'm, you're enough. I choose you. I had a choice, and I said, even if this never happens, <laughs> I choose you because you're enough and you satisfy And I choose to believe you're good, even though that doesn't make sense in this moment, because that's what your word says. And I choose to believe your love, even though this doesn't make sense right now. I'm going to choose it because I was in such despair and hopelessness. That wasn't working. <laughs> that was getting me nowhere. That was not bringing any life to me. But in this moment with Jesus, there was some hope. He is our hope. The promise being fulfilled is not our hope. Jesus is our hope, and we have him, Christ in me, the hope of glory. Whether it happens or it doesn't happen, I'm okay. Um, shortly after that, I wrote that, my song, I Am Yours. Some of you know that song. And um, there's a tag. Um, so in the middle of this eight-year storm, I wrote that song, and some of the lyrics are, you know, I'm so in awe of you for all that you are to me. Not all that you've done for me, all that you are to me. And I'll forever sing of the greatness of you, my king. That was in the middle of a battle in a storm. And I was able, by the grace of God, to sing that and write that song. And there's a tag at the end of the song that says, Here I am face to face. There's nothing I would change. And the reason that I wrote that is because sitting there face to face with him was enough. And I wouldn't change anything. As long as I have his face, as long as I have his presence, you know? And, yeah, it was hard. It was hard. But he, he is with us, you know? He's with us. And it's, it's, it's such a beautiful, beautiful thing to just be with Jesus in every season, and not wish our way out of it. Let's not wish our way onto the next thing. Let's just sit with him in the season that we're at because he's right here, you know? And I, and I spent a long time just wishing my way out of that place, and I'll never be able to go back there and just sit with him in it because I spent so much time wishing my way out of it, you know? We'll never be able to, you know, when we're in heaven... We're never going to be able to go through things 
and praise him anyways. It's powerful. It's powerful to be, do, I'm, this is what I'm not saying. I'm not saying we don't pray for breakthrough and contend for it because that is what we do. We believe that God wants those things for us. We contend for the promise, okay? I'm not saying we don't. I'm just saying we believe that, but we also are okay with him being enough and being satisfied in him no matter what happens. You know, obviously the story took a turn. I have my two beautiful children, and that's a whole other story of how that came about by God's goodness and just partnering with him. Um, they're here, and it's beautiful. Um, but, you know, at that time, I realized that the promise, I was, I was making a promise that God gave me my God, how ironic, right? I mean, in his love and in his mercy and in his goodness, he gave me a promise, and I made that my God. I was never going to be okay without it happening, you know? And like I said, there's grace. There was grace for me even in that place, but I'm just saying, now where I am, I look back, and I'm thinking, wow, like, um, I felt like he owed me something, and Jesus doesn't owe us anything, He's already done everything for us. He, what more could we want? He, guys, it is finished. <laughs> that, that phrase is still ringing out. It'll be ringing out. The sound waves of those words will be ringing out for all of eternity. What he said when he said, it is finished, is I am one with you now. It is complete. You have everything you need. It is done. The promise is here. He's inside of me. He's the only thing that will ever satisfy and ever complete me. No breakthrough and no promise is going to satisfy. You know, we sing, you're never going to let us down, right? You're never going to let, you're never going to let me down. We're not saying he's never going to let us down. He does everything. He gives us everything we want. That's not what that means. We're, he's never going to let me down means that's his nature. He's good and he's faithful, not because of what he can do for me, but because he just is good and he's enough without ever doing anything for me. You know, we're always talking about the goodness of God here. Why? Because it's the foundation we have to build our houses upon. The people don't have a hard time saying God is good, but they have a, or God is love, but they have a hard time saying he's good. He, he is good because he's love, and love is good. And if we don't build our houses upon that truth, then the minute a storm comes, we are going to crumble. And we were not created to crumble. We were created to thrive and rise. And the world is supposed to look at us and say, wow. How? Jesus. It is finished. You know, the storm always, whenever I'm in a storm, the storm always fights for my attention. It, it's the one who's saying, look at me, I'm the truth. Look what you're feeling, look what you're going through. This is truth. And I have a choice to say, no, the truth is what the word of God says. And I, in that, those moments, can step into renewing my mind to the truth. You know, truth versus fact. I've talked about this before a lot of times <laughs> because it's so relevant, you know, our truth is what Jesus says about us and what the word of God says is true. That's true. That's the highest form of truth. What we're experiencing and thinking and what's going on around us, that's just fact. Truth is higher than fact. Truth is final. So it's our choice on a daily basis to renew our mind and, 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 and take every thought captive. Um, especially if we're in a storm, especially if we're going through stuff. We need to be doing that. 
You know, even this week, God asked me, are you filling your mind more with what you're seeing on the news and on social media and what you're hearing from other people? Are you filling, because you should be filling your mind with more of what I'm saying than anything. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to scale back a little bit. And I'm going to, you know, because that's, we wonder why we're depressed and we're fearful and we're all these things. And it's like, well, what are we, what, what is, what are we, what's coming in? What's mostly coming in? You know? What's getting more of our attention? The storm or Jesus? Honestly, what ha- is normal to our culture and society is to believe is on to the next thing, fast pace, move to the next. If I can just get a better job, if I can just get a better spouse, if I can just whatever, fill in the blank, if I can just get better friends, well, uh, if I can just get better coworkers that I can actually stand that, I mean, you name it, like just next, 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 next. If I can just get to the next thing, then I'll be okay. Especially in America, you know? And so that has worked its way into our Christianity. Me, that's, at least that's for me. You guys are pretty amazing, so I don't know. But for me, that's, that's definitely happened. And, you know, the Israelites did that, right? They were, they were free. Jesus delivered them from slavery. slavery. And the next thing you know, they're in the wilderness, and what are they doing? They forgot all about that. They're saying, take us back, kill us. We're dead. We'd rather die. God, you abandoned us and all this stuff. And it's like, wait, he just set you free. You already forgot. You're already complaining. Why? I think it was because they were just so focused on they, the promise. They were, they were so focused on that thing not happening that they lost sight that, wait, he's all I need. He's my daily manna, right? And if I'm not satisfied in him in the wilderness, I'm not going to be satisfied in him in the promise. I'm just not. We can't, Jesus is good to us, and he actually doesn't get us to the promise until we are okay and we're satisfied in him, I believe. At least he did that for me. Because otherwise, we would be crushed under the promise. Hear what I'm not saying. I don't, I personally do not believe that God allows bad things to happen to us. Premature death, all those things, I don't believe that. I do believe that he uses every single thing that goes on in our lives to mature us, to get us to where we're going in him. And I believe there's a beautiful, beautiful grace and mercy, like I said earlier, to sit with him in the season that we're in and not let it pass us by without beholding his face right here in it, even if it's in pain. You know, Paul in Philippians 4.4, Paul says, be cheerful and joyous in every season. Why? Because you are united with the anointed one. Okay, this, this has a twofold meaning to me. It's like the way we can have joy in any season is because we have him and he's our strength. So he gives us the strength to be joyous in any season. But also, he's our satisfaction. We, we're one with him, so we're good. You know? We're good. We're, we're satisfied. We're complete. <laughs> Emmanuel, God with us, has just been wrecking me lately. God is with us. Sometimes the most simplistic things are the most powerful. Emmanuel. God is with me. I never have to leave him. He chooses to stay with me every single moment of every single day for the rest of my life. I can choose to stay. I can choose, when I say stay with him, I can choose to become aware of him in every second. 
to just be present in this moment, not wishing away to the next thing, not waiting for the next conference, waiting for the next church service, not waiting for the next, oh, I'm excited because I get to hang out with my friends tomorrow, so I just, if I can just get to there. No, what about if I'm just doing dishes and my lover can come and he can put his arms around me and I can have a moment, a beautiful moment doing the dishes <laughs> because I don't want this moment to pass. Because when you are intimate with Jesus, when you know his love and you let him love you in every second, you won't wish the moments away. You'll never want them to end. Even if it's doing the dishes. Even if it's wiping your kid's butt, you know? <laughs> it's not glamorous being a mom all the time, but it's beautiful in every second with him. And that's where I find my complete, my completion. <laughs> slowing down. Just slowing down. Just slow down. Let's not wish it away. Because he's right here. You know? He's right here. Oh. I just want to dwell with him all the days of my life. Every second. And I, I don't do that perfectly, guys. I don't, I'm not aware of him every second of my life. I get distracted, you know? And then, but it's getting more and more. The more we practice it, the more often, you know, the more we just ask Holy Spirit to help us. If I forget to be aware of you, Jesus, just remind me to slow down and recognize you're here. It's just practicing becoming aware of him, right? That's it. It's intimacy. It's not sitting, not necessarily sitting in your prayer closet for four hours and reading knowledge. It's just, it can be just sitting on the couch while your kids watch cartoons and just being aware, you know? That could be the most beautiful, intimate moment with it right there. There's no formula for relationship. Thank you so much. I told you guys I'm a crier. Jesus just wrecked me. I just love him so much. Psalms 27, the Lord is my happiness. And my son, the Lord is my light. The, Lord, the word light in the Greek is happiness. The Lord is my happiness. And my salvation, the salvation means liberty in Greek, in the Greek. Who shall I fear? Enemies may come against me, but I am confident. Why am I confident? Because I can dwell in the house. The word house means family. I can dwell in the embrace of a father every single second of every day of my life. That's my confidence, not in my promise being fulfilled. Him, he is the promise. We never have to leave. When the breakthrough hasn't come yet, Emmanuel, God with us. Darkness all around, Emmanuel, God is with us. Pain, loss, Emmanuel, God is with us. Mountaintop seasons, <laughs> joy, 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 Emmanuel is with us. Oh. You know, fear, it's, it's always trying to get us to think about, well, I don't want this to happen to me. Well, what if this happens to me? It's just, that's what fear is, right? It's just worried about something happening or whatever. But when I'm aware of him, it's like when I'm in love with him and when I'm with him, it's like I don't even care. That's why fear and love are opposites. When you're sitting in love, right? When you're love and you're love, you do illogical things. You know? Love is not logical. When you're in love, you just don't even care. You just do the dumbest thing, the things that look dumb to people, the things that look reckless because you're in love. 
fear is logical <laughs> sometimes, you know? We get in our heads and we're like, but this is what I see around me. What's Jesus doing right now? That's what I care about. And I forget. I forget sometimes and I get afraid, you know? I'm just being real. Like, I don't have this perfected, guys. I'm just... But Jesus' grace is so good. And we have Holy Spirit to help us, you know? Psalms 91.1, those who dwell in the shelter of... Those who dwell in the shelter of the Most High will remain secure and rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Parentheses, whose power no enemy can stand. I will say of the Lord, he's my refuge and my fortress. If you skip down to verse 16, it tells us the promises of dwelling in him are enjoying the fullness of our salvation. The fullness comes from enjoying him. Enjoying the fullness of our salvation. What's the fullness of our salvation? Him. Emmanuel, God with us. Forever. It doesn't, it doesn't say the, enjoy the promises of a big house and lots of money and things going your way for the rest of your life, right? The one, some of us who've been serving the Lord for a long time know that that's <laughs> not the case, right? When, we're, when, we, when we accept Jesus, we're not um, signing an agreement that everything's going to go our way, <laughs> you know? It's just that we get him. That's better. So I want to just want to tell you guys some good news. <laughs> that you guys are the bride of Christ. You're lovers of Jesus. And you're complete in him already. And no season or promise fulfilled is ever going to satisfy you like him. <laughs> You know, maybe some of you are thinking, well, I don't feel very fulfilled right now. I'm going through some stuff, you know. Been there. Been there. And that's okay because we're in process, and we're in process of knowing him more. And the more intimate we know love and the more time we spend with love and the more time we spend aware of him, the more fulfilled we feel. It lines up with that truth, you know. But sometimes we just have to choose even when we don't feel like it. We, have to ha we just have to choose him. What does that look like practically? Okay, I'm going through something. I don't feel very fulfilled right now. Jesus, your word says I'm complete in you, and I'm one with you, and you'll never leave me, and you love me, right? We just declare it out loud. We just say it over and over until we believe it. We sing it even when we don't feel like it. That's what faith is, right? I've had to have a lot of those moments. You know, but I really feel like Jesus is just, he's, he's preparing his bride. We just keep hearing it over and over and over again, because that's what he's doing in the body of Christ. He's preparing a bride. A bride is satisfied in her groom. She has everything. They're one now. Jesus isn't coming back for a mistress who can just, is just only satisfied when he can meet her needs. He's coming back for a bride who's satisfied. <laughs> and we are the bride, guys. It's good news. We're the bride. We're satisfied and complete in him. We really are. We were created to be that way even if you don't feel like it or don't see it in your life. You are satisfied and complete in him. So, uh, you know, we can just get rid of lies that say that we're lacking, because that's not true. We're not lacking. We have everything in him. And from that place of being fulfilled, we can call down our breakthroughs and our promises, you know? Because we each have a call in our life. It may look different for everyone. It's supposed to look different for everyone. And it's not just for someone up here getting commissioned or speaking or leading worship. Every single person in this room has a call on their life. And Jesus is empowering you 
just be with me first before you do anything. Just be with me. But I have something amazing that I want you to do. I'm going to take you there. We're going to do it together. We're going to partner with each other. You know, earlier I said, when I was telling my story about wanting the babies and um, after the, that real moment I was having with Jesus and where I just said, I'm choosing you anyways, you know, I felt like Holy Spirit said, I've been wanting to partner with you in this. I didn't want to just zap it and make it happen for you. I want to do it with you. And it was, that was the way they came, you know. He, he gave us divine wisdom and how to partner with him to see our promise come to pass. He doesn't want to just be a zapper who zaps us with the things we want whenever we want them. That's not a relationship. He wants to do things with us. And then so he said, here, do this, here, do this, here, do this. You know, trust me. And it was hard. It was vulnerable. You know, it was real hard. But they're here, and I got to do it with them, you know. (sighs) Man, a double blessing. Mm -hmm. They're everything I could have ever imagined. They don't fulfill me. But they're beautiful, and they're a beautiful gift. (laughs) God is with you guys. He's Emmanuel. He's one with you. He loves you more than you could ever imagine. And all the promises over your life are yes and amen, right? We know that. Yeah. But he's the ultimate promise. So let's just stand and um, just kind of receive his love in this moment. I believe Jesus wants to do some healing and some realigning of our thinking. Just renew our minds a little bit. Holy Spirit, just get real comfortable with Jesus. Just imagine yourself leaning back into his arms. Jesus, we lean back into you right now. We receive all the love you have for us in this moment, God. Whatever you want to do, we're present, Jesus. We're not moving on to the next thing. We're present with you because you are here with us in this moment, and we don't want it to pass by without getting everything. Jesus, we lean back into you. Receive all your love, Jesus. Can we just say, just hold our hands out like you're receiving and just say, Jesus, I am fulfilled in you. I am complete in your love. And I receive all the love you have for me. God's presence real thick even if you don't know what that means or you've never felt his tangible presence before you're going to start to feel his presence on you you can feel like peace you can feel like warmth you feel like coolness cool fresh of breath a breath of fresh air it could feel like tingling it could feel like physical healing if you have pain your pain just leaving you're going to feel God's presence right now in this moment Just imagine Jesus standing in front of you, holding you, whispering something to you. What's he saying? What do you think he's saying? What's the impression you get that he's saying? Feel like it lines up with that truth, it's truth. 
So we declare it and we choose to believe it in this moment. by him right now where you are without wishing it away. <laughs> this moment's beautiful. you guys to stay in the embrace of Jesus and in his presence for as long. If, if God, if you're feeling something or Jesus is saying something, stay. Please, stay in that posture. Don't move. But I, I want our prayer people to come up here because if, if you want prayer, we, we just want to love you and encourage you and empower you. Speak life over you. Stay in agreement with you. So if you would like prayer, please, if the prayer people want to come up. These people are amazing. They love people better than I've, anyone I've ever met in my life. They love people so well. And sometimes God uses uh, others to love us real well, you know, because he loves relationship. So if you want prayer right now in this moment, come up. But I also don't want to move from what Jesus is doing. He's not interested in making us comfortable. He's interested in making us whole. And he's interested in getting us to become love. Because <laughs> that's what we were created to be. Though sometimes it's uncomfortable to receive his love. Just embrace it. person that's here, God. Thank you for your love poured out for each one of us. We thank you, Jesus, that it is finished, it is done, and the promise, you are here, and you're never going to leave. Thank you for your sacrifice for us, Jesus. Whatever cup Whatever you pour for us, Jesus, whatever cup you pour for us, we're going to drink because you're worthy. Whatever meal you prepare for us, God, we're going to eat because you're worthy. Not because of what you do for us, God, but because who you are. You're worthy. You're worthy. You're worthy. Give us grace, God, to just aware of you throughout our day, throughout our seasons and sit with you right where you are Jesus, not wishing it away but taking every moment with you help us Holy Spirit remind us Holy Spirit to slow down and do everything with you, aware of you aware of your love and receive your love in every moment 
not because we deserve it, because you said we're worthy of it. At the cross, you said we were worthy of it. I just, I just see some of you guys at home this week and you're just, you're just doing mundane things and the Holy Spirit's reminding you, slow down. I'm right here. I'm doing something right now. And you guys are practicing becoming aware of him. And I just see this light, <laughs> this light that's inside of each one of us just getting brighter and brighter and brighter brighter and brighter when we step outside of our house. One step that we take, it just shoots out into the world. Everywhere we go, we walk into the grocery store with our mask on and it doesn't even matter because the light's shooting out of our eyes so bright. People don't need to see the rest of our face. They're seeing Jesus in our eyes. When we go through the drive-thru and we say hi and our eyes say, Jesus loves you. And we're changing the world because we're okay slowing down and being aware of him. We're changing the world because we're okay just being with him, not moving on to the next thing. Lord Jesus, I just thank you for reminding us this week of your goodness and your glory and your presence. you guys we love you we're with you we support you we're cheering you on we're here to love you no matter where you are just like Jesus how can we partner with you how can we love you well how can we support you well and empower you well just bless you. Stay in this moment if you're having a moment with Jesus. Katie's going to continue playing. And we have people up here to pray with you if you need prayer. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to Revive the World Ministries podcast. Join us each week for another message and listen to past messages by visiting us online at revivetheworld.us.